you have the words of God in your hands right now. I'm pretty sure that every one of you do. Please turn to Psalm 119. I love reading Psalm 119. It lifts up and exalts and magnifies the Word of God. And it shows us the benefits to us if we read, study, know, remember, and delight in His laws. Please turn to Psalm 119, section 89 through 96. Section 89 through 96. In this section, the psalmist tells us of the immutability of the Word of God, how it is enthroned in heaven and on earth, is the salvation of the believer in affliction, his resource in danger, and the embodiment of perfection. Follow along as I read Psalm 119, 89 through 96 to you. Forever. O Lord, Thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and it abideth. They continue this day according to Thine ordinances, for all are Thy servants. Unless Thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in mine affliction. I will never forget Thy precepts, for with them Thou hast quickened me. I am thine, save me, for I have sought thy precepts. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider thy testimonies. I have seen an end of all perfection, but thy commandment is exceeding broad. Verse 89, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. We have the words of the living God Jehovah in our hands. Jehovah's words is certain, it is settled, determined, fixed, sure, and immovable. Man's teachings are always changing. They don't even have time to settle. They are so fickle. But the Lord's word is from old, old, and will remain unchanged eternally. Some other verses right here in Psalm 119 I'll read to you. Verse 160. The Lord is true, the word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. The psalmist also said, concerning thy testimonies, I have known of old that you has founded them forever. Now Peter told us himself that we have a more sure word of prophecy than hearing God speak from heaven. He told us that in 2 Peter 1. The Lord has given us his words and they are sure words. Yes. We bet our lives yes. on those words. Yes. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Yes. Let's stop and think about that for just a minute. God is not affected by generations of men coming and going. He is not only faithful to one man throughout his lifetime, but to his children's yes. children Amen. and yes. his children after him, yea, all who are faithful to keeping His his covenants and remembering His commandments to do them, He is faithful. That's right. Going on. Thou hast established the earth, and it abideth. They continue this day according to thy ordinances, for all are thy servants. Think about this for a second. Nature is governed by laws that are fixed. The globe keeps its course by the divine command and displays no erratic movements. 
The seasons keep their predestined order. The sea obeys the rules of ebb and flow back and forth. All things in their appointed order. God sustains the uniformity of nature to manifest or to display or show his faithfulness and his character. Yes. This is an analog, an, an analogy between the word of God and the works of God. Yes. And especially both of them are constant, fixed, and unchangeable. Yes. God's words, which establish the world, is the same as that which he has embodied in the scriptures. Yes. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made. When we see the world keeping its place and all its laws abiding in the same, we have assurance that the Lord will be faithful to his covenant and will not allow the faith of his people to be put to shame. If the truth be told, heaven and earth shall pass away, but one jot or tittle shall not pass away until all is fulfilled. That is what Jesus said in Matthew 5. And he also said in Matthew 24, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. The words the Lord has given us is more sure than knowing that the sun is going to come up tomorrow morning. Psalm 105 says this, For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. Each of the following verses that I'm going to read from the psalm could stand on their own, and you can have a sermon done on each one of them, but I'm just going to bring out certain points for our mutual edification. Verse 92, unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in mine affliction. The word of God was David's delight and comfort, especially in times of affliction. He said in verse 24 of this psalm, thy testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. Again, he says, let thy tender mercies come unto me that I may live for thy law is my delight. In 143 of this chapter, trouble and anguish have taken hold on me, yet thy commandments are my delights. In Psalm 94, 18, he said, when I said, my foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, helped me up. Romans tells us, Paul tells us in Romans, that for whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Yes. The lighting in God's word gives us hope and comfort. Are we reading and delighting in God's word like we should? 93. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. The psalmist knew the importance of remembering God's word. If you don't remember God's word, it can't bring you or those you are speaking with any comfort. The psalmist also said in Psalm 119, 16, I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. And again, this is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me or has made me alive. Yes. You need to know and remember God's word to be alive practically and yes. to be able to give help to others. Verse 94. I am thine. Save me, for I have sought thy precepts. I love what William Cowper said about this verse. It's not words, but affections and actions which prove us to be the Lord's. My question to you, are you the Lord's? 
What does your affections and actions indicate about you and about me? Can you or I say to the Lord, as the psalmist did, Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou my God, save thy servant that trusteth in thee. Are our affections, time, money, actions, do they show or do they indicate that we are a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ? What do your affections and actions say about you? Verse 95. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider thy testimonies. The psalmist reminds us what a righteous man does when he is in trouble and he has enemies. David had many enemies at different times. Think Goliath, Saul, the Philistines, Absalom. What does he do? He goes to God's word. In Psalm 119 alone, this is what the psalmist does when in trouble. Just listen. The bands of the wicked have robbed me, but I have not forgotten thy law. Yes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep thy precepts with my whole heart. The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. All thy commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help thou me. They had almost consumed me upon earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Let us consider God's words all the time, but especially when we are in trouble. Yes. 96, I have seen an end of all perfection, but thy commandment is exceeding broad. You know, the Bible is inexhaustible. A reader can never feel confident that he knows everything about the Bible. Because every time you read it, you can bring something new that comes out of it. There's always more to obtain from yet a further reading. The, The writer of this psalm had witnessed perfection as much as possible. But the Bible is better. Men who have studied it and read the Bible for many decades still find it fresh, exciting, and instructive reading. And they read it over and over again, looking to find something new to satisfy the soul. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. We have the fixed, sure words of God in our King James Bible. God's laws and commandments are exceeding broad. It gives us comfort in our afflictions. It makes us alive practically. It helps us to know where to put our affections and thoughts. It is our life. Knowing this, what are you going to do today? I close with this modified exhortation from Moses. Set your hearts unto all the words which I testify among you this day. All the words that you have in your hand right now. Which ye shall command your children to observe to do all the words of this law. For it is not a vain thing for you. Because it is your life. Yes. Amen. Amen. Selah. Amen. Excellent.